All right, hello out there. This is your boy, Jamil. I want to welcome you to the Sonic Cloth. The Sonic Cloth podcast was birthed into this crumbling world after two years of really steady procrastinating. And it's really only because the death flu is coming for us all that we're even here right now. So the Sonic Cloth, what is this thing? That's probably what you're wondering. I think I need to flip this around on you right now and find out if we're a match. So do you enjoy music? Do you not enjoy generated playlists that try and tell you what you like based on an algorithm? Have you ever been told that you're kind of too into music, uh, condescendingly? Do you spend way too much time on RateYourMusic.com? Do you still use SoulSeek? Well, if you answered yes to one or some or all of these questions, uh, especially if you answered all, well then walk towards the sweet embrace of this sweet podcast. You're amongst family, you're amongst friends, you're with people who understand you, people who won't judge your obsessive compulsive cataloging of music. They won't judge your insane need to hear everything knowing that you probably won't even hear 5% of what you set out to listen to in your lifetime. So if you're in that cohort of musical hoarders that I'm talking about, then you probably came up in the early days of the internet and you probably filled up your parents' computer and external hard drives with you know, the Nick Cave discography and you know, prog rock albums. And this was probably the way you expose yourself to a lot of different sounds and artists, which I think is different maybe from how kids do it these days. I mean, you know, younger generation, I hope you're listening to this. I keep hearing that you all are, uh, you know, more naturally open to different styles of music. And maybe that's because you're all ADD. Maybe it's because uh, the internet and Tumblr uh, just sort of act as some kind of auxiliary musical parent to you or guiding force. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to this theory at all, but, you know, if so, good for you, kids. You're better than us. You know, congratulations on being so fucking open-minded and tolerant and knowing what Krautrock is at the age of 11. So I promise that this will be the most amount of talking I do. Uh, my job here is simple. My job is to open up the rabbit hole and thrust you into it. And depending on how much of a loser you are, you might already know everything I'm about to play for you. In which case, I, I encourage you to start a competing podcast and bankrupt this one out of existence. I mean, for real. If, if you think you can do better, I know you can do better. I believe in you. I will step down and the, uh, a new king or queen will be anointed. But if you're lazy and uh, you don't hate this and you believe uh, still to this day in our grumpy old age that, you know, it's kind of a, a minor thrill when you're walking to a record store, when someone plays a song that you thought, you know, you're like, oh, I, only, I, only I know this song. I can't believe someone else knows this song. You know, there's a thrill in that. And, you know, that, that little jolt of excitement, well, you know, that might be all we have left in this world. So format, there isn't one other than to say this will be all over the place from episode to episode stylistically. But, you know, the individual episodes, I hope, will have something kind of holding it all together. But I don't know. You know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I don't really know much. I'm certainly not an expert. I just have a lot of records and a lot of external hard drives with a lot of music. And, it, you know, that's my job is to 
share that stuff with you. I mean, I'm just a dude in my mid-30s who works from home, so don't really expect anything more than that. That's all I am. That's all, that's all we're doing here. So today's episode, debut episode, we're going to kick things off with something nice and uncontroversial, and I'm calling it Six Tracks of Deep Soul. And if you cannot get with soul music, uh, you're a sick fucking person. So what I'm proposing with this episode is, uh, you know, we're going to term this thing Deep Soul. Deep Soul is not a genre. There's no soul music and then subgenre of it being Deep Soul music. I think what I'm talking about here when I use that word is to refer to soul music that got basically like lost in the shuffle and then rediscovered in modern times. And when you listen to stuff, it turns out a lot of it was good, as good or better than your Sam Cooks and your Aretha Franklins and your Otis Reddings. I mean, you know, I own some records by these artists, but I don't need to go to them anymore after I, after I listen to this stuff. It's just not, not necessary. So I put together six tracks here of Deep Soul. You know, five out of six of them are taken from uh, what is called the Eccentric Soul series from a label called the Numero Group. I hope the Numero Group doesn't need an introduction. But if it does, I mean, it's pretty much the gold standard for all reissue labels over the last 10, 15 years. I mean, these guys do everything right from, you know, the packaging on the records to 40 page liner notes that are, you know, insanely researched. You could tell they like flew around to a million places to get this information to the curation of the music and the photos like every everything is just perfect i mean all you can really do when you have when you're holding one of these records in your hands is just like you know kiss your fingers at every mention of the numero group i mean that that's that's what is going to happen to you after you like get obsessed with this label i mean that's definitely where i'm at with with things they are the king shit in a crowded land of really lazy reissues so um that is what this episode is all about uh, six tracks of Deep Soul, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. So this first one I'm going to play for you is by Rita and the Tierras. The song is called Gone With The Wind Is My Love, and this is a Northern Soul 45 from 1967. I don't know much about this group. I know that the singer Rita Graham went on to become a singer in Ray Charles' group, the Ray Letts. And I don't really know what happened with the group other than a couple other singles. I mean, this is clearly a short-lived, probably thrown-together thing. But this is just one of the most up-tempo, immediately lovable soul songs you're ever going to hear.
next up is the track Sleepwalking by The Summits. And you can find this one on Numero Group's Eccentric Soul, a red, black, and green production, which is a compilation that collects a lot of Washington, D.C. local talent from the 70s. And this is one of my favorite eccentric soul comps. I mean, it's just so consistently great front to back. It doesn't lag for a second. And while the whole comp is amazing, this track is is really the standout in my mind. I mean, there's something about the production and the vibe and the vocal harmonies that is perfect, just absolutely perfect. So I think you're really going to enjoy this one. This is the banger of the whole episode, if you ask me. Hate to pick favorites, but I'm doing it. All right, this next one is by The Movers, spelled M-O-O-V-E-R-S. The track is called Someone to Fulfill My Needs, and this one comes off what is undoubtedly my favorite Numero release in Eccentric Soul series, the Deep City label. So these are songs, uh, a label out of Florida, and picking a track off this comp is damn near impossible. So I just went with the one that's constantly stuck in my head. 
I think the most well-known song off of this comp and one of the most well-known songs that has sort of transcended uh, Numero's uh, archive is Am I a Good Man? The lead-off track on this comp um, could have easily picked that one, but went for something a little bit deeper. I love this track for a lot of reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is because it's it's got a gritty sound to it. It's semi-lo-fi and just got a lot of like reverb and kind of muck around it and that's that's what I want in this whole song. I never had a love to call my own I've been a lonely, lonely man since the day that I was born So you rest and with open arms Waiting on your love and charm Oh baby, I need someone to fulfill my needs Someone to fulfill my needs And baby, baby, I need you Life is no So this next track is called Don't Be Surprised, and it's by Lynn Williams. And it can be found on Eccentric Soul, Outskirts of the Deep City label, which is a secondary comp that came out collecting more Deep City label, Miami-based soul music. And for my money, Lynn Williams should have been as big as Dusty Springfield.
So if you can't tell already, based on the selections so far, I am intentionally plucking out the most melancholic, more minor key, heartbreaking kind of soul songs that I can find. Uh, That is, for some reason, the type of soul that speaks to me the most, and these eccentric soul comps are full of them, but they're also filled with really funky and upbeat and more fun less brooding numbers too so i i don't want to give the impression that numero group and what i'm terming deep soul is a, a one particular mood but uh i suppose i'm a sad boy i suppose uh heartbreak sounds good to me to my ears um especially when the singing is this, on this level and harmonizing is on that level so i'm giving you what i like If you don't like it, that's totally fine, but this is some sad boy soul. This is what we're getting into today. Uh, And this next one is also a continuation of that. So this next one is The Arrows, We Have Love. 
and this one comes off of Eccentric Soul, the Bandit label, which collects tracks from a famed Chicago musician, label head, and a purported egomaniac named Arrow Brown and his label's roster. Um, if you pick up the Bandit label, the liner notes are absolutely incredible and batshit insane. I won't reveal too much, but there's a lot of crime in it. There's a lot of corruption in it and just a lot of really, really unbelievable stories about Arrow Brown and this label, but doesn't matter. Music's amazing. The song is amazing. final track of deep soul this one is by marion black track is listen black brother uh, marion black is probably most well-known artist on the columbus-based pricks label which again is an eccentric soul compilation and this one documents uh just how funky ohio was in the 70s so there's actually a decent chance you've heard marion black's track who knows? It's a pretty popular song. 
um, in its original form, and it's also been sampled uh, quite a lot, a lot in hip hop, uh, a lot on electronic music. Uh, RJD2 also has a really popular song that samples the the vocal track, but it's really this one, this track, "Listen, Black Brother," that's the real gem off of this comp. Um, I'm a sucker for any kind of sexy flute flourishes that are happening in the background and it's all over this track so uh, by default this one is in everything else about the track is excellent as well and this is probably the only song on here well no it's definitely the only song on here that uh, I think is longer than two and a half or three minutes uh, this one goes deep into the four minute mark so uh, this one is uh, a little proggy I suppose uh, in that sense but uh, it's worth every second and it's again one of my favorites off the amazing eccentric soul series from the numero group by everything this label puts out period last night a thief came calling his way into my home the radio TV and my clothing Mother's pocketbook, the old she had to walk home. Somebody, somebody, my little sister, left a strand somewhere.
That's going to do it for the first episode of the Sonic Cloth. That was six tracks to get you into Deep Soul. And the Numera Group's Eccentric Soul series is obviously a great place to start, but it is by no means the end of the rabbit hole. So uh, please encourage you to dig around all kinds of uh, soul music in America from 60s and 70s. Um, you'll find there is quite a lot of archival compilations out there i hope to bring you two to three episodes a month that's my goal right now expect any kind of music to be thrown at you either way we'll see what happens if you can uh, do the usual rating and reviewing on itunes and all the other podcast apps that would be good then people find out more about this podcast maybe it turns into something probably won't that's okay um, I'm mostly just interested in people's feedback. You can also email me at thesoniccloth at gmail.com. I'm probably going to get some kind of social media going pretty soon here, so I'll make an announcement about that in future episodes. And yeah, uh, definitely open to your feedback. Let me know what you think. Let me know if there's any technical shit that needs fixing. I don't know what I'm doing. I just have a lot of music to share. And... That is what I intend to do. Thrust you down the rabbit hole of total music nerdery. That's what we're all here to do. All right. Take care, y'all.